Hello dear listener, I welcome you to the 8th episode of the True Life Podcast. I'm certain the Lord has kept you well throughout this whole time, throughout this whole period. And he, he has not given up on you. And just know that the Lord is always with you. And each and every time you wake up, give thanks to Him and thank Him for each and everything He has done. Thank you so much for tuning in today. My name is Jonathan Mayer and I'm your usual podcaster on the True Life Podcast. Um, in the previous episode, we talked about... Um, vision and we said vision is you having um is you seeing yourself in a in, in a certain place in a some number of years to come so or in a certain period of time to come that is ahead so how are you seeing yourself in maybe 20 years to come maybe 10 years to come and we said in we looked at Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 3 where the word of the lord says that the vision will always come it may delay but it will come at its destined time and some people usually, this week asked me about vision a vision and a dream and the difference and according to me a vision is is you seeing yourself in a certain like in a certain number of years to come how are you seeing yourself and a vision um is is bound to happen i can back that up by habakkuk chapter 2 verse 3 so a vision is bound to happen it will always happen no matter the time it comes but it will surely happen and then um a dream may or may not happen. It depends. If you pray against it or if you pray for it, it will surely come to pass. Depending. If it doesn't, if it doesn't, if you pray against it, it will not come to pass. If you pray for it, it will come to pass. And a dream sometimes, you know, you heard people who say that a dream, I, I, I failed to fulfill my dream. Yeah. Things like that. That is according to me. That's what I think. You may have your own opinion. I'm very open to that. Please, let's discuss. So, in today's episode, we are going to talk about um, prayer and we know that prayer is is something that is very vital in our lives as Christians in our lives as we as we journey on this earth our prayer is a very vital vital thing so when you're praying to your God when you're praying to God what is prayer sometimes some of us just we always do this but we even don't know what it is so Prayer is an intimate communication with God, an intimate, I would say, a chat with God, <laughs> in other words. But it is an intimate connection with God, an intimate communication with God. When you, when, you, when you kneel down before God and humble yourself in prayer and submit yourself in prayer, you're, you're worshipping God in prayer. That, that is all what they call prayer. So prayer is an intimate communication with God and we as Christians ought to pray all the time, not only when we're in trouble. I've interacted with so many people and they always tell me that for me, I only pray when I'm in trouble. And I say, okay. I try to tell them that it's not only when you're in trouble that you should pray because God is not someone that you just run to when you're in trouble. He's not someone that you, he's not, he's not, a, he's not, he's not sort of like someone like a policeman or what, when you, who you run to maybe when a crime is committed, you run to and then you can come and help you out in the situation. He's not that kind of person. Our God should always be a person we go to all the days of our lives. We should always pray and worship Him in sincerity. We should not only pray to God when we are in a problem or when we have a situation at hand. So we should always ask God. We should always praise God in, in, in prayer. Worship Him. Even when He has done something for you. When, see, some of us, when God does something for us, we disappear from Him, from His presence. 
but what what the most important thing is that we should always go back to God and give him thanks we should always go back to him and testify for the good things he has done in our lives because without him we would not be where we are without him he would not have provided that 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 whatever you've asked for him for hallelujah so my brother my sister i want to tell you today that prayer is a very very vital thing very 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 it's a very very vital component of our lives as christians so they want us to focus on the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 5 to 7 so verse 5 to 13 and this this was a sermon on the mount one of the sermons that Jesus said gave to his disciples on the mount and it was about prayer where Jesus taught his disciples how to pray and to read it in verse 5 when you pray don't be like the hypocrites who love to publicly Sorry, who love to pray publicly on the street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, it is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private. Then your father who sees everything will reward you. When you pray, don't babble on, on and on as the people of other religions do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them, for your father knows exactly what you need even before you ask him. So let's just pause there for a moment. So when you pray in verse 5, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on the street corners and in the synagogues. In this verse Jesus was trying to tell his disciples that when you pray, you don't don't just head to the streets or be like the religious leaders who who, who wanted to what who wanted to pray when they were praying. Who wanted to open like um just just go and and target their audience to the people and target their prayers to the people they wanted to make sure that the people are the ones seeing them and they were not targeting their prayers to god if it was god who was supposed to be prayed to so the book continues and the, the word of the lord says some people especially the religious leaders wanted to be seen as holy and a public prayer was one way to get attention jesus saw through their self righteous acts however and taught that the essence of prayer is not public style but private communication with God. There is a place for public prayer, but to pray only where others will notice you indicates that your real audience is not God. So your prayer should not be targeted to the audience. You should not pray so that other people may see you. Some of us pray because of bandwagon. But your prayer should be heartfelt prayers. There should not be prayers whereby you just you just pray because someone else you want someone else to see that you can pray. No. Your prayer should be heartfelt. It should be from the heart. You should ask God for what you want open up your heart unto God. Hallelujah. So, some have concluded that Jesus's directions about private prayer calling to question or public prayer. Jesus's own practice indicates that what this wasn't his intention. Even Jesus himself used to pray in public sometimes and in private. But that doesn't mean that he wanted to target his prayers to his audience. Hallelujah. So, Jesus Jesus's point in this in this scripture was that he was trying to tell people that you should your prayers should be heartfelt prayers and not hypocritical prayers because when your prayers want to when you want to other people to that you're praying it means that your prayers are hypocritical you should be your prayers should be heartfelt prayers from the heart from you should open up your heart unto God and ask him to do something for you because 
the word of the Lord says in Matthew, it continues and says, but when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private. By private, it means that your prayer should be from your heart. Sometimes you may pray with your lips, but lip service is nothing to God. God sees what is in your heart. Because God says that, I already know what you want even before you ask for it. So God already knows what you want before you even ask for it. That is in verse 8. So in your heart is what God knows that this is what my child wants. This is what this young man, this young, this young, this young woman wants. So always pray to God with your heart and not with your lips or hypocritic prayers. Make sure your prayers are heartfelt prayers. Hallelujah. So in verse 9, the, the word of the Lord says that pray like this Our Father in heaven may your name be kept holy may your kingdom come soon may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins and we have, as we have forgiven those who sin against us and don't let us yield into temptation but rescue us from the evil one so this prayer was is, is, is what some of us call the Lord's prayer yes but in essence this is what Jesus Christ was trying to tell the disciples that this is how you should pray. So he was trying to show them the direction in which they should pray. So in 6 verse 9, this is often called the Lord's Prayer because Jesus gave it to the disciples as a model for them and us also to keep in, because we're also disciples, to keep it in mind as we pray. So it was a way for you to, to it was like a direction for you to always pray. People have called it the Lord's Prayer because of tradition. So, it is, it is, Jesus, Jesus gave it to his disciples and told them, pray like this. This is how you should pray. So, he told them that this is what they should keep in mind when they are praying. These are the things they should include, that everything that they pray should be surrounded around these things. Should be, should be, it was summarized. This is, okay, I can call it a summary. This is what Jesus summarized in, in two prayer. Like, when you, in your prayer, you should always include these things. You should always bear in mind that this is what you should pray for. So, we should praise God, pray for His work in the world, pray for our daily needs, and pray for help in our daily struggles. So, as you can see, in this, in the, in the, in the, in the Lord's Prayer, there is praising God, pray, praying for His work in the world, praying for our daily needs, and praying for our help in daily struggles. So, we are going to go through it, um, verse part by part, and then we shall see how it comes out. So the phrase our father in heaven indicates that God is not only majestic and holy but also personal and loving. Hallelujah. So you can say that God is not only majestic and holy but also personal and loving. He is our father. He is in heaven. He's our heavenly father. You know how fathers love their daughters, how fathers love their children. So in the same way our father loves us. So that's why we have been able to call him our father. Hallelujah. So it is like a statement of praise and worshiping God. Then the other one is, may your name be kept holy. Some other versions say, hallowed be your name. That is like honoring your name, honoring the name of the Lord. So we're honoring the name of the Lord. So in other words, it's like honored be your name. So we're honoring the Lord's name because then the Lord's name is holy. The Lord is holy. He is the only holy one that we know of. Hallelujah. And then, so we can always, and always, one thing we should always do is to honor God's name by always using it respectfully, not just using it in, in just 
very very dubious ways we should always use it respectfully and the new kingdom comes soon this is a reference to god's spiritual reign so we are asking for his kingdom to come and may whatever that that we need to happen happen here on earth so god's kingdom will come as it came in the book of revelation as it's going to come in the book of revelation so god's kingdom will come and reign over the whole earth jesus christ will come and reign over will come and conquer evil in this earth so we are calling upon his kingdom to come and conquer all evil to come and do wonderful things in our lives hallelujah may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven so we are asking for his will to be done in our lives we are asking for his will to come into our hearts and always be with us hallelujah give us today the food we need so we asking god that he may give us whatever we need in our lives we are asking him for our daily needs that he may provide us with what we need each and every day of our lives and then and forgive us our sins as we forgive as we have forgiven those who sin against us it is very very selfish planetary you asking you repenting you asking god to have mercy upon you to forgive you for your sins to have mercy this is a very very important part of prayer repentance i advise you that whenever whenever you starting to pray always ask god for forgiveness first always ask him for mercy with an open heart open up your heart unto god and ask him for mercy so forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us because god cannot forgive you yet you have not forgiven your brother or sister who has wronged you who has done something bad to you always forgive soften up your heart and just let go hallelujah one thing i want to tell you is that forgive that person but always remember the lesson pick a lesson from that from whatever has happened pick a lesson always forgive forgive what the person did and the wrong he or she did what whatever crime he or she committed but make sure that you pick a lesson and not make the same mistake again i know we are human we make mistakes yes but from those mistakes we should always pick lessons hallelujah so forgive us our sins that we forgive those who sin against us forgive your brother or sister and god will also forgive you and don't let us yield into temptation but rescue us from the evil one so we asking god not to lead us into temptation into doing into committing sin to doing things that are not right but we asking god to rescue us from the evil one to deliver us from all evil that we shall not be led astray by the evil one but we shall be led in the right direction by him hallelujah so god sometimes allows us to be tested by temptation that that's true as disciples we should pray to be delivered from these trying times and for deliverance from satan and his deceit all christians struggle with temptation all of us struggle with temptation each and every day of our lives in different forms in different ways it comes in different very different ways jesus was also tempted in the desert even us as christians we are tempted by the devil because the devil is always around us the devil is always watching he's re- always ready to make sure you don't succeed so he brings in something to tempt you so that you to see whether you you stay strong on the foundations of Christ or you, or you or you or you stay or you or you you yield to his temptation so stand in stand firm in your faith and don't fall to the devil's side ask God to deliver you from evil not to lead you into temptation hallelujah so we have seen we have seen how God how Jesus Christ told his disciples to pray that is that is what he told his disciples 
then this is how you should pray. Hallelujah. So, in the book of, uh, I'm a bit, please. In the book of, uh, the book of Matthew. Sorry, in the book of First Timothy, chapter two, verse one, the Lord was teaching his disciples. Um, the Lord. You see that uh, Paul was telling Timothy that this is this this is how you should pray. And he was telling him, let me just open it, let me read it for you. First Timothy chapter chapter two verse one. The word of the Lord says, I urge you first of all to pray for all people, ask God to help them, intercede on their behalf, and give thanks for them. So always pray for all people, always pray for other people. Ask God to help them, intercede for them. Interceding means that you're going to pray on their behalf and you're going to ask God to help them in their situation. Pray for the orphans, pray for the widows, pray for your country, pray for the nation. There's so many things happening in our in our in our in our world right now that we don't understand. But you should stand firm in faith and keep praying and keep seeking God with a with, a, with, a, with an open heart, with a, with a genuine heart from your heart in truth. Then another another verse first John chapter 5, verse 14 to 15. The word of the Lord says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Hallelujah. So everything that we ask from God, when we when, when we open up our hearts, when, when we seek Him with our hearts, He will surely answer it. When you seek Him with faith, when you have a backed up, when your prayer is backed up by faith, there are wonderful things that God can do in your life. Hallelujah. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have and we and we know we have what we have asked of Him. And if we know that we He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have we have what we asked of Him. So whatever whatever we have asked of God, we know that He hears us. We know that He has listened unto us, and we have faith that He's going to do something wonderful in our lives. Then in the book of Second Corinthians chapter seven verse fourteen. Now I'm just giving you scriptures which you can refer to when you feel like when you're down, when you feel like your like your prayers are not answered, like you've waited for so long and God is not listening to you. He's listening. He's listening to you. And but He's just waiting for the for the right time to answer that prayer. It may not be the right time, but God is God is God is God is watching and He knows what you want because. The word of the Lord says, He knows what you want even before you ask. So He knows that this is what you want. And He knows that if I give you, if He gives you that thing at that that time, you may not use it to the very best. You may not utilize it at that at, at that very point. But He'll give you that thing at a time when you when you may not even need it. But that will be the right time. Because God's ways are not our ways. We don't know. So in the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 14, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Amen. So, if you turn to God and humble yourself and turn to God and ask Him and seek His face and turn from your wicked ways, repent and turn from your wicked ways, then the Lord will hear you from heaven and He will forgive your sin and He will heal your land. Hallelujah. So, the book of chap- in the book of James chapter 5 verse 13 James chapter 5 verse 13 um, the word of the Lord says is anyone among you in trouble 
Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. So in every situation, pray to God. In every situation, when you're in trouble, continue seeking God. It doesn't matter how long that situation is going to take. Just seek God. Kneel down and ask God that, God, I need you. I need you in this situation. He will surely be with you through that whole situation, that terrible situation you may be going through. He will surely be with you. When you're happy, praise God. Thank Him. Give Him thanks for everything that He has done. Testify for the good things He has done. Not only wait when you go to church is when you testify. Testify each and every day of your life. Testify to God. Hallelujah. In the book of Matthew chapter 5 verse 44, it says, But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Pray for even those who persecute you. Bless your enemies. Don't cast them. Bless them. It's only God who knows who is the final judge. We cannot, we cannot judge others. It's only God who judges. Revenge is for God. Leave revenge to the Lord. Don't overcome evil with evil. Bless your enemies. Always pray for them. Include them in your prayers. Someone always tells me that, that pray for your enemies so that they will see your success. They will be alive to see your success. And you say that. So always pray for your enemies. Don't leave them out of your prayers. Then the book of Matthew chapter 26 verse 41 Matthew chapter 26, verse 41. <clears throat> Learn a bit. Matthew chapter 26, verse 41. Oh, I think it's not here. Where I'm reading it from. Okay, it's here. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. That's the final verse I want to give you. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. In the Lord's Prayer. Ask God not to lead you into temptation. You see that? Ask God not to lead you into temptation. Deliver us from, from all evil. And lead us not into temptation. Hallelujah. So, some of us, our spirits are willing to praise God. Our spirits are willing to pray to God. But our flesh always lets us down. The flesh is a very, 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 very hard thing to tame. When you allow certain things to get to, get to, to use you, you allow the flesh to, to be used for evil. It's, 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 it's very, very hard for you to control the flesh. But your spirit inside is willing to pray. It's willing, but your flesh is always letting you down. Our flesh always lets us down. Things of the flesh. Always try yourself to have... Always try your very best to have self-control. Always have self-control your flesh. Ask God not to lead into temptation. Our flesh always leads us into sin. But the Spirit of God always makes sure that we don't get into that sin. Always makes sure that you are staying on the right track. But our flesh always lets us down. You see, when, when your body is affected, your soul is affected. And so your spirit is affected also in the same way. So something that you let in through your body also affects your spirit. So ensure that your spirit is always willing to do the work of God. Always pray and ask God to always guide your spirit in the right way. And always to give you self-control. The capacity to have self-control over yourself, over your, over your body and your flesh. Hallelujah. So that is what I had for you today. I know today hasn't been a yeah not been a very very good one but i thank you so much for listening but i know you'll be transformed by this by the message 
Thank you very much for listening. I remain Jonathan Mayer. May you be blessed. <laughs>